This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everyone, this is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another edition of Southern Fried Soccer, the first of Atlanta United's 2019 season. I hope that you'll follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC, on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now, and I hope you'll consider subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I am talking to you from beautiful San Jose, Costa Rica, where earlier tonight, Atlanta United was defeated by Herediano 3-1 in the first leg of their CONCACAF Champions League opening game. The second leg will be next Thursday in Kennesaw at Fifth Third Bank Stadium. Kickoff is at 8 p.m. This was Atlanta United's debut in the CONCACAF Champions League. Uh, it was not a good debut. Obviously a 3-1 loss. Uh, is it going to be happy? Is it going to make anyone happy, particularly owner Arthur Blank, uh, who flew from Atlanta to Costa Rica this afternoon to attend the game? The team flew back on charter uh, tonight. They're expected to get in around 6 a.m. Uh, just doing some quick housekeeping. Uh, the goals were scored uh, by Herodiano's Jose Guillermo Ortiz in the eighth minute, uh, Randall Azofifa in the 34th minute off an assist from Ortiz. Uh, Atlanta United's Julian Gressel got one back uh, in the 41st minute off of Pity Martinez's first assist with Atlanta United. And then Herodiano needed just five minutes into the second half to put a third, uh, came on a well-taken free kick. Let me break down the goals for you. The first happened, uh, George Bellow hit kind of a, George Bellow who uh, got the nod of a Breck Shea at left wing back hit a kind of a weak pass to Leandro Gonzalez-Perez. He tried to head it back to Brad Guzan, but he didn't really get enough on it. Uh, Jose Guillermo Ortiz pounced on the ball and chipped Guzan for the first goal. Atlanta United manager Frank DeBoer, who is making his debut uh, with the five stripes, said he could forgive that goal uh, because mistakes happen. It's just part of the game. He was not happy with Atlanta United's kind of disjointed response. He didn't name any specific players, but if I had to guess, I think he may have been talking about Ezekiel Barco, who got the ball a few times and would make a strong vertical run, but it really had no end result. Um, it's like almost an overcorrection of how he played last year. The second goal happened in the 34th minute. The ball started on Atlanta United's right side got switched over to the left side 
There were two Herediano players there. Both Leandro Gonzalez-Perez and Miles Robinson came out to meet them. No one backfield behind Robinson in the three-man back line. So the middle of the pitch was wide open. Uh, Jose Guillermo Ortiz was able to get the ball between or through Robinson and Gonzalez-Perez for Azofifa to run on to. Parkhurst tried to catch him, but he had tried to play an offside trap on the pass and, and was unsuccessful. Uh, as a FIFA had a one-on-one with Guzan, easy goal. Uh, the stadium, the venerable stadium that had probably, I don't know, it didn't, it wasn't sold out, but it probably had at least 7,000 people in it, went crazy, as it should. Gressel came back in the 45th, 41st minute. He was playing right wing back. He cut in, hit a left-footed shot. It bounced off of some Herediano player. It's impossible to tell watching the video. The goalie had already committed, so the ball just bounced into an empty net. Okay, so Atlanta United has it cut 2-1. to one. That would be a great result to take to Kennesaw State, except they came out in the second half, and George Bellow crashed into a Herediano player to set up a free kick about 20 yards from goal outside the left edge of the penalty box. So it's a Good position for a free kick. Atlanta United had some troubles defending free kicks all night. The balls constantly were getting all the way through the penalty box, which is something you do not want to see if you're on defense. Same thing happened again. Esteban Granados got to the back post just before Julian Gressel to basically just kind of tap in the goal. Uh, Atlanta United was playing a zone defense on the play, zone marking system on the play, so it was tough for Gressel to get back to the post in time but he took ownership of the goal, said he needed to do better. Atlanta United had a couple more chances to uh, make it 3-2, which would give them a second hugely important away goal. Uh, Joseph Martinez hit a header just wide, which is something that didn't happen frequently last year when he was named MLS MVP. And then Hector Viaba, who uh, came on in the second half um, for Pitti Martinez, had a shot that hit the post. It, it appeared hit the post. It was on the opposite end of where I was sitting, so I couldn't really see it. And pretty much that was it. Um, after the game, you know, Frank DeBoer was – it's hard to tell if he's happy or sad. He's kind of a monotone kind of a guy. But he did say he's confident that the team can turn this around. Julian Gressel said, we can easily score two goals and keep a shutout. Um, Parker said the same thing. George Bellow said the same thing. Um, and, and it's easy to see. I mean, they've scored 70 goals each of the past two seasons. But if they don't play defense better than they played against Herediano tonight, it's just not going to happen. There are a lot of factors uh, that affected the team tonight. They just failed to even come close to matching Herediano's intensity. When they would try, it was a disjointed effort with a couple of players were really going – Guns blazing and other players not, so it, things just got pulled apart. The team didn't look good. The turf uh, was a factor. You couldn't complete a short pass on the turf because the ball just rolled all over the place. It was hard to have a good first touch. Uh, that especially affected Barco a couple of times. Um, they won't have that problem when they're back at Kennesaw State. They'll obviously have the home crowd, uh, which traveled well to Costa Rica. I think there were a couple of hundred in the stadium. Um, tonight that will support the team. So that's another huge factor that should help Atlanta United. 
on offense, the team just it didn't look the same. It kind of was trying to do this kind of the equivalent of a basketball half-court set offense, and it just didn't really work. There weren't any chances being created. There wasn't someone like an Almiron who could just beat a couple of guys off the dribble all by himself. Um, so we'll see if they work on that. They lost the middle of the field a few times. I thought Lorenowitz and Rometty both had some trouble keeping up with Herodiano's surprising speed in the middle of the pitch. Um, so we'll see what happens. But Atlanta does have a little bit of history on their side. They got blown out by Houston in last year's season Oper, came back and were unbeaten in their next eight or nine, I think it was. Herodiano beat Club America three to nothing in their Champions League game last year and went to um, Mexico and got drubbed six to nothing. So, you know, it's not beyond the realm that Atlanta United can turn this around, but it is going to take a lot of work. Um, I'm going to post a lot of stories uh, in the morning that I hope you'll read. Um, it's been a fun trip here in Costa Rica. I want to thank the Atlanta Journal-Constitution again for sending me. I hope that you'll thank the Atlanta Journal-Constitution by clicking on these stories by consider subscribing, it's as cheap as 99 cents a week, uh, which is a great value for the amount of copy and content that is generated about Atlanta United. Um, again, you can follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC. You can follow me on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. And consider subscribing to the paper. Again, this is Doug Robertson from uh, San Jose, Costa Rica, where Atlanta United was defeated by Herodiano Friedman one in the first leg of the CONCACAF Champions League. The next leg will be next Thursday at Kennesaw State. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.